Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters Money Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special Reunion 2020 episode. What's that? That's when I bring on a guest I had on in the past, and I liked him so much I had to bring him on right back. Um, today's guest is Scott Taylor, and he's a financial advisor over at Northwestern Mutual. Scott, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Adam. Good to talk to you again. So uh, today's topic that you proposed, uh, creating a path to financial freedom. A lot of people listen to this show because they want to, they want to, um, you know, they want exactly that, financial freedom. So excited to get into that and what that means to you. But before we do, I don't want to assume all of our uh, new listeners caught your first episode. So let's just start with what you're doing over at Northwestern Mutual. Tell us a little bit more about, about your practice. Yeah, for sure. Um, so at Northwestern, my team and I, uh, I run a team of six with my business partner, Ashley Horn. And so on the team, basically, we have uh, a couple of junior advisors and we have some support staff that are all absolutely fantastic. And, and really what we do is we help individuals. Um, we have a special focus in the media, technology, entertainment sector. So those industries and those people that work in that area, um, we really have a focus on that. And, and what we ultimately do is we help uh, our, our clients accomplish whatever it is that they're looking to accomplish in their life. So it runs a, a lot of different topics and a lot of different gamuts. It could be anything from, you know, saving for retirement, learning more about tax efficiency, investing, um, budgeting better. You know, a lot of people talk about things like that, buying investment properties. So it can run in a couple different areas, but ultimately we really just help our clients create a path to financial freedom and financial security. I think that's a, good, that's a great transition, Scott. Let's get into uh, let, with today's topic. So let's just get right into it. So um, creating a path to financial freedom, where do you want to start with that one? Yeah, that's a great question. So I guess there's there's a couple areas that we typically start. Um, one of the first things that I tell my clients when it comes to financial freedom is you have to understand the basics uh, of finances. And so one of the most fundamental things that I think a lot of us know a lot about but don't actually implement is doing a budget. Um, it's the dreadful B word in finance. Uh, I like to call it, instead of budgeting, I call it cash flow management. Um, this might sound a little rudimentary, but really having a good idea of where your inflows and outflows come is the first most key fundamental to a solid financial plan. Um, once you figure out what that is, obviously it's really important and helpful to think of goals and objectives. So what is financial freedom to you? Is that you working part-time? Is that you being completely you know, independent and sitting on a beach and drinking Mai Tais every day? Um, is it somewhere in between? Um, and so really understanding those facets, you know, if you wanted to buy property, all that good stuff should fall into there. Um, and then what, what I really tell clients is we want to set up the habit of consistently saving and investing. And I think that is so, so, so crucial. And very few people really um, have that consistency other than their 401ks. And so the habit of consistently saving and investing is so powerful, and that's really how true wealth is developed. And then once you get that habit of consistently saving and investing, you know, the goal that I, that I instruct my clients is to get to 20 to 30% of your total income. So if you make $100,000, let's save 20 to 30,000 a year into a, a variety of different buckets. And those buckets depend on what, uh, you know, each client. So everyone's a little uh, unique and, and specific. And so maybe an older client is putting more money for retirement. Maybe a younger one is putting more towards, you know, student loans or um, saving for a house down payment, things like that. 
Where do you find, um, and I know this is going to vary from client to client and, of course, age and where they're at, but what do you find are some of the common reasons that people fail to hit their goals um, towards financial freedom? Um, so wh why do you think a lot of people fall short? Yeah, um, I think there's two facets to that. The first one, I think, is education. So I think that people don't necessarily know what to do. Um, I don't think it's a lack of desire. I really just think it's because, you know, finances are not something that's necessarily taught to the masses through our, our current school system here in the U.S. So I think a lot of people lack the, the, the knowledge around it. Um, I tell all my clients that finance is really an issue of education, not intelligence. There's a lot of really, really smart people that don't know how to manage their money. Um, and I think the second piece that falls into that is execution. Um, we're all our own worst enemies. And I think, um, you know, there's uh, procrastination happens, and, and I think it's always easy to think that later in the future we'll save more money. Um, it's kind of like, you know, if, you're, if you've ever planned a vacation and you're thinking, okay, I have a year, I'm going to get in really great shape, I'm going to work out every day, and then inevitably a week before your vacation, you're like, oh, crap, i got a juice cleanse. And so I think that's kind of a similar – we don't want to juice cleanse our retirement. So I think it's really about execution and, and people actually taking steps on a day-to-day -day basis and also just get learning more about it and just being better educated. Man, that's awesome. That might be the title for the show. We don't want to juice cleanse on retirement. That's awesome. Juice cleanse are great. They're great. No, it is. But you, you can't catch up at the end. It just doesn't work that way. That's amazing. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. that being said, um, if talk a little bit more about this automation in terms of, or this um, or this habit mm -hmm. of automatic savings because to me I always tell people I'm like yep. it's never usually the return rate if you got one percent less yep. or one percent more on investment that does right. it it's your savings rate that's what's going to determine yep. and compound interest long term um, you know how you how close or what you do in, in retirement mm -hmm. so that being said yep. what are some um, ideas for um, for automating that habit. So what I walk through with clients, and I think everyone can do this on their own, is first go through your expenses and break them into your fixed expenses and your variable expenses. Because ultimately it comes down to the cash flow management. So we need to understand what the baseline level expenses are that we're going to spend on a monthly basis, which is like rent, utilities, cell phone bill. Uber Eats is not a fixed expense. It might feel like it, but that is not a fixed <laughs> expense. That's a, that would be a variable expense. And then from there, what we do is we take our total income on a monthly basis. So if you're a W-2 employee, even if you're a business owner, you can do this quarterly or semi-annually if month to month is, is variable. And you look at the difference between your total, your total take-home and your fixed expenses. The difference between those two is your surplus. And you can either spend that on discretionary things like going out to eat and taking trips, or you can save it. And so what I encourage clients to do is after going through that exercise, pick a number that's meaningful to you and your goals, but also doable, right? So I, I tease my clients, 50 bucks a month is probably doable for some people, most mm -hmm. likely, but it's not going to do anything for you. And maybe $5,000 a month is really meaningful, but it's not doable. They'll be eating ramen noodles every day, trying to save every single penny. So mm -hmm. I think the first step is really un understanding what that surplus is. And then the tactics behind it, I mean, there's a lot of tools out there, right? So there's Acorns, there's um, Digit, there's a lot of apps that will do that. But at the end of the day, all you really want to do is just set up some type of systematized process 
either through a bank transfer, right, straight from checking to savings, into an investment account, you know, if you use some type of investment platform directly from your checking to that, to that platform, and your 401k, right? So 403b, 401k platforms are great as well. So that would be the, that would be where I would tell people to start. Fantastic. So Scott, if somebody's listening to this and they want to connect and they want to ask you more questions, um, what's the best way for them to follow up? Yeah, LinkedIn is definitely the best place. Um, so it's just LinkedIn forward slash in forward slash my name, Scott Taylor, J-R as in junior. Um, but people can also hit me up on Instagram as well. It's a little more informal, but it's at Scotty Taylor Jr. Um, I post tips and, and good finance stuff on there every now and then. But Overall, LinkedIn is definitely the best source, um, you know, from a professional standpoint. Perfect. Well, hey, Scott, it's been awesome having you back on the show for this Reunion 2020 episode. Gonna have, I'm sure I'm going to be tapping you on the shoulder in 2021, see what you're up to then. And, uh, and, uh, and, I, and that might be the most epic line of the podcast so far. Don't you clench your retire. I'll have to think of new ones every time Oh, we my talk. gosh. That's classic. I love it. Um, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Uh, and if you did, don't forget, subscribe to the podcast. If you're watching this on our YouTube channel, uh, Mission Matters Money, then don't forget to subscribe to that. Um, leave us uh, leave us some comments in the comment section. I'd love to know what you're doing for retirement or if you have any comments or questions there. And uh, Scott, thanks again for coming on the show.